Welcome to the Season of Soul podcast. My name is Dora Vandekamp, and I am a spiritual ecotherapy coach and manifestation expert. Are you ready for infinite abundance, ultimate wellness, and pure bliss? I am, and I know many of you are too. We are truly in the season of the soul, being called on to evolve, expand, and awaken. I am so honored to be able to share with you incredible wisdom from some of the most revolutionary teachers, gurus, and coaches. Each show contains powerful knowledge about inner and outer transformation. And now, let's go to the show. Hello, beautiful souls. Today's episode is a solo episode for a few reasons. I thought it might be of service to share a bit more about my story for those of you out there who are going through or have been through something similar. And because 2020 has been an intense year for a lot of people and we're moving into fall and into winter, uh, and because things might become more intense in some ways as we move towards 2021, Um, And I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. I feel like we're all really growing and 2020 is like the year of the cocoon. And then in 2021, we'll just emerge as these amazing, beautiful butterflies. Um, But as we're growing and expanding, which we're always going to be doing, I think it's really powerful for us to be armed with these tools and the magic that we're all learning in this year so that we can come into the next phase of our lives with the highest levels of love and of joy. So I'm going to share a bit about my manifestation story because I want to show you how important intention and clarity are when it comes to the law of attraction. So I actually learned about the law of attraction when I was in college. I grew up as a preacher's daughter, and I was always made very aware of the things that were happening in the world. My parents taught me a lot about those who were less fortunate. They always made sure we were involved in community service projects. And uh, fast forward to college, I was a political science major, and I was just really, really sad about the world. There was so much going on that was sad to me. There was poverty and racism and injustice, children being abused, war, genocide. These were all things I was so upset about. And uh, I was made more and more aware of that, especially in college, because it was something I was studying. And then I was really passionate about the plight of women who worked in the clothing and toy factories in Central America because that was something that just I couldn't believe that this was something that was happening and uh, I don't know it was just very close to my heart Um, and at the time I was a vegan and I was really aware of all the things that were happening in the factory farm so I was just honestly like really depressed I was just really upset that all of this was happening and I couldn't understand why. Like, if there was a God, why was all of this happening in the world? And it felt really overwhelming because I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I could do small things here and there, but it didn't feel like it 
remotely mattered or was helpful or effective in the big scheme of things. And I felt very powerless. And then my dating life was a pretty big mess. So I won't get into that today. I'll save that for another episode. But it was a crazy time. I had attracted a lot of abusive relationships. Um, My pattern was dating men with substance abuse problems. So uh, I ended up seeing a therapist at that time who really did literally save my life. Um, And I remember like my mom coming to get me. I was uh, in this really scary situation. And uh, while my that boyfriend I had at the time wasn't home, we moved all my stuff out of the house as fast as possible. And I literally went into hiding. Like I sold my car, changed my phone number. Uh, it was just like the craziest time. So I was just attracting all kinds of good stuff. Um, and I was in talk therapy for a few years after that, but I felt like it just wasn't answering my questions. Like, why was all of this happening? Like, I really wanted answers. So um, I ended up being connected to this angel guide. And this angel guide channeled Archangel Michael. And she also introduced me to the archangels who are now a really big part of my spiritual experience. And she also shared this really interesting couple that went by the name of Abraham Hicks. So the woman that was a part of this couple, her name was Esther Hicks, and she channeled this collective consciousness called Abraham. And this was in like 2011, I think. Um, And for me, it was like this spiritual rebirth because the spiritual part of me that had been really alive when I was a child had become like dormant basically because when I was a kid I was like a really devoted believer I loved Jesus I loved God I mean I talked to God all the time about everything Uh, but so much had happened that made me feel like how could that be real So when I discovered Abraham, it was the biggest like click for me. All of a sudden, everything made sense because in Abraham's eyes, we're all an eternal consciousness. We're forever. We never, ever cease to be. And we come to earth in like a human form to expand and then When we expand, we receive joy and love and delight. And we choose, like when we're in non-physical, we choose to come down into human bodies because we want to have this experience. So even the experiences that we currently like on earth think of as bad or painful or hard, we come down from non-physical to experience this because we want the expansion that comes with it the understanding, the feelings, the growth, the experience, and there is literally no death. You just return back to non-physical. And this just made so much sense to me that everything is perfect at all times. And we've had many experiences and many lives and that we're always being guided and supported. And this just changed everything for me. So knowing that our lives here are literally the blink of an eye 
in the big scheme of things. It's just this teeny blip in time and we're way bigger than this little blip in time. And the purpose then, when we're here, is just to experience, not to take it too seriously because it is temporary and it is supposed to be an experience, a fun and joyful experience. And that really changed so much for me because finally I could understand why. So it wasn't until I learned about the law of attraction that I found out that I could make a difference in the world. But it wouldn't be by being like sad and depressed. It was going to be by lifting others up. And this was going to be through inspired action and being joyful and being loving and appreciative. And so I began using the law of attraction and this scale called the Emotional Guidance Scale, which is something that Abraham Hicks created. Uh, and I have a YouTube video about it, so I recommend checking that out for sure. But it basically is this tool, and it helps you realize that when you are in an emotion state of joy, an emotional state of joy, that's when you attract what you want. So this means that if you wanna make a difference, you have to get joyful. And if you want abundance, if you want health, beauty, a relationship that is wonderful, your soulmate, etc., etc., then you have to get joyful. And the scale, this emotional guidance scale, helps you proactively reach for better feeling thoughts that lead to better feeling emotions. And the more you practice this, the easier it gets. Because as you know, your brain runs with this program that you've created, whether you've created it by default or you've created it intentionally. And once you create a new program and stick to it for a certain length of time, it changes your life. You can hear my puppo in the background. He's playing um, with something. But So anyway, I began using the law of attraction for so many things. I manifested travel. I manifested jobs, friendships, beauty treatments, health, great skin, a body that I really wanted, my pets, all these things. And it was really, really amazing to see everything unfold as I wanted it to. But for me, there was this piece that was really challenging to overcome. And that was my self-worth when it came to romantic relationships. So I had this really innate need to be needed in my relationships. And that was where I got my worth. As long as somebody really needed me, they wouldn't leave me. And if I was really this perfect girlfriend and I did everything for them, then they could never say that I did something wrong and I would always be needed. They couldn't leave me. And this was very skewed thinking, but that was for some reason what I had the belief system of. Like that was my limiting belief system subconsciously. And the thing is, they didn't really need me. What they needed was to work on themselves, just like I needed to work on myself. And, uh, but I think my boyfriends were a big distraction from my life's work. So instead of facing discomfort, 
creating my own life, my own business, experiencing those growing pains of self-development, I found my purpose in taking care of my partners. And I mean, I can judge myself for that now, but um, I've been there and done that. And uh, I think that that was just a lesson that I really needed to learn. And I think part of it was just that it was that feeling of, well, they had a really hard childhood, so they really didn't know how to treat me better. And so I couldn't blame them for that. Um, And ultimately, that made me choose partners who had issues with drugs and addictions. And so it was this really unhealthy cycle, basically. And I think looking back, like I could say, it was probably very much spiritual bypassing really not um, choosing to do the work and taking on other people's traumas because I was really not ready to deal with my own. Um, So it's so interesting during that time because I never really got clear about what I wanted and what was important to me. Like I didn't put myself first as far as the qualities and values that I wanted in a partner. Um, and I feel like subconsciously in those relationships, I always had a deep mistrust and an expectation that I would be a victim eventually. And so I had to unlearn that victim mentality for sure. So my last real relationship was about three years long and, um, I was in denial for a very long time, uh, and Uh, One night, I got the courage to ask the archangels for help, and I clearly remember this. I asked the angels to help me um, break into my partner's phone, uh, because I wasn't allowed to go into his phone, and he was sleeping, and somehow, like, I still cannot explain how I guessed his passcode, which I don't know if, if you've ever tried to get into someone's phone, but it gives you, like, three tries, So there's no explaining it. Um, And so I got into his email and found all this stuff that was just pretty much basically everything that I pretty much already knew deep down. Uh, And it was so, uh, it was like a painful experience, but it was also such divine intervention at that time because I could never have done that by myself. Like it was definitely, there was somebody guiding me and helping me. So, um, anyway, I, I really realized that I'd been numbing myself. I had been ignoring my intuition and I ended up breaking up with my partner and moving back to California because I had moved to Florida with him. And that was the beginning of me really working to consciously and intentionally manifest a partner. And I talk about this a little bit in my latest YouTube video because I learned how to manifest a soulmate and so I really wanted to share that with all of you but I really had a lot of inner work to do in the beginning so and I'd had an eating disorder for like as long as I can remember and that was where I started because I knew that that was like a serious symptom of my lack of self-worth and then I began searching for other healing modalities So I did EFT, which is tapping, and that was really powerful for me. I did Reiki, and I became a Reiki practitioner. 
And I really started working on my own stuff. Uh, I created a podcast. I started my own business. I just began to get to know myself, what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted in a partner, and really what I didn't want in a partner. Like I made a list of all the things I wanted and I made sure that everything I didn't want was on there. So uh, I didn't want them to have an addiction. So one of the things that I wrote was has a really healthy relationship with all plant medicines and drugs, right? So that was my way of creating a positive um, thing on that list, right? Because with the law of attraction, if you say, I don't want him to use drugs, the universe doesn't hear no. So making that a positive. Um, and the amazing thing is that everything I wanted on that list is what my soulmate turned out to be. He is so trustworthy, so honest, good and kind, and so unconditionally loving. But the biggest thing is that, and this wasn't on the list or anything, is that once I really began to be my authentic self, and once I believed that I deserved to be my authentic self in a relationship, and to have this relationship where I receive as well as give, I manifested this person who is the perfect match for me. He may not be the perfect match for someone else, but he is the perfect match for me. We complement each other in every way. He gives me attention, but he also gives me space. He is like the other puzzle piece that fits together with mine. And I'm not saying it's always just easy because um, we have had arguments and challenges but I feel like it's a safe space to be me and then he can be himself. So I couldn't have dreamed it up better. I couldn't have imagined this person. Like I literally could not have dreamed him up. The universe did it for me. Like the how and all of that, that was the universe for sure. So I'm here to tell you that doing the work is truly, truly worth it. And the best place to start figuring out what you want is to get clear on what you want. So I manifested my soulmate and I'm so honored that I get to help other women manifest their soulmates because I know the journey and I know how it feels to be in that situation where you don't understand or you feel like why is this happening or why can't I find this person and so I'm very honored that I get to be um, somebody that guides women to find unconditional love but this doesn't just work for relationships it works for everything it works for abundance it works for health it works for building community. It works for your career. I mean, it works literally for everything because the law of attraction is always working and you've been a manifester since you were born. Maybe not intentionally, but you've been manifesting since the day you were born. Before you were born, in the womb, you were manifesting. So I'm really, really excited that I get to share 
the law of attraction with you because I think it's so much more than just this physical law that exists. It's such an empowering thing to know. So if this episode resonated with you, please screenshot it. Tag me when you post it on Instagram. You can tag me at Dora Vandekamp. And thank you for listening. I'm really, really honored and grateful for each one of you. And um, if you really liked this episode and it it, uh, resonated with you, please share it with somebody that you love. Happy manifesting, beautiful souls.